Hey, you guys. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. And we are here with a lovely, also fellow podcast about dating life host, Vanessa Valerio. Hello. Thanks, Vanessa, for coming all the way out here. We were just saying, in this cold, it's freezing cold right now, but this weather has been so weird and back and forth by the time everyone at home is listening to this. Hopefully, it's not going to be that cold. It could be a heat wave. (laughs) Also, I guess people listen to this podcast other than just in New York. That's how... I hear the internet works. Well, I've if you're told. in California, you're very lucky. Well, you're on fire, so that's unfortunate. Right, I know. Uh, what? Um, I haven't been keeping up with that. Is uh, it? It's still bad. I don't know, but every oh time God. I text one of my friends who lives in LA, and I'm like, "Are you okay? Are you worried? What's mm-hmm. happening?" They're like, "Oh yeah, it's like three miles away. Like I'm not worried." And I'm like, <laughs> "I would be so worried." not far they're like oh we constantly smell smoke like but it's not a big deal we can see the smoke we can see the fire and i'm like i would be i would be packing I would never my bags come back. yeah i would pour water over everything and then just run yeah <laughs> right <laughs> that used to be my biggest fear when i was little like you know how you, like or maybe I, I was just a morbid kid but i feel like every kid you have the one thing you're like this is how i'm gonna go down for me i was always like oh our house is gonna catch fire I and I'm done. Erin, me too. Really? Well, we never I talked about You didn't have anything? <gasps> fire mean, not still fire. I cannot no. remember about fire. No. Really? I'm from the Dominican Republic, so maybe like drowning. I'm not. I know it sounds very crazy. I'm from an island in the Caribbean, and I really don't want to go inside the ocean. No. I mean, but do in a way that makes all? sense. I do so swim, but, but I don't want to. It's very frightening. But it's be. so right there. We're like, you know, for us growing up, or at least me, I was just in like near Pittsburgh, not around any water. Yeah. And you weren't on the coast, were you? I mean, no, you weren't. No, no. So, like, it doesn't like occur to us as much for it to be a fear, yeah. maybe, as it does for yeah. someone who lives around water. Yeah. Then again, it's not like we we're living around burning buildings growing up. So, where did that fear come for us, Erin? I know exactly. <laughs> not anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was forest fires. I don't know if it was just like too much smoky. Oh, see, mine is just. I was like, also a very rule following kid right so i feel like if i saw the nepsa i was like this is it now right i remember yelling at my father for drinking water in the car i was like dad you can't drink and drive like what are you thinking (laughs) and he was like this is not what they mean aaron and get off my back that's adorable yeah how come you didn't become a cub i don't know i would have been so good at it i mean i started breaking rules real quick when i was like 18 when i left the house but like when i was like a little kid i was like very into like following the rules so i think i was and i remember one time i set the toaster on fire and instead of trying to put it out I ran from my house and waited at the bottom of my driveway for my parents to come. Oh, my God. And what happened? Nothing. It burned out. It was a piece of toast on fire in a toaster oven. So it just sort of like burned and then was just like a brick in the toast. Man, that could have been so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I, and I was like clutching like random things I had grabbed as like, I was what, running out of the house. What did you take? What did you take? I took like a picture. Oh. I think I probably took like oh, a teddy important bear. Important things. Important yeah. things. And I was what standing. What was the picture of? Who knows? Like a school picture of yours? Or like I, I would have taken like like maybe Ricky Martin's poster. <laughs> you yes. have Ricky Martin's poster. You're like, can't get this again after the fire. <laughs> we make one of these a year. I mean, it was one of his long hair. You don't know oh, if you can get Vintage that. era. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Cup of life. I would have definitely. I, I feel would... like I just read a thing. Do you remember how big that was? When he was on the Grammys oh and he God. did Cup of Life, we were all like, what is yeah, happening, guys? Yeah. This is amazing. Yes, exactly. The this is bomb. so far off Wonderful topic. Anyway, it's uh, yeah. cold outside. <laughs> As we were saying, 
<laughs> it's very cold outside. Um, okay, Vanessa, we have so much to talk about. Quick uh, little update on you for the people. So you you also have a podcast. It's called Singling. Yes. You're also you do you're a moth story slam champion. Yes, Whoa. I just actually I just did the moth in Denver a month ago, and the moth uh, grand slam. And you know here, I don't know if you guys know about the moth, but the moth is yeah. like a big storytelling thing just for people maybe they don't know. Right, right. Yeah. And, and it's um, a podcast. And it's also a podcast. And um, when they, like the Grand Slam is like a champion thing, a, a championship thing. And here they do it in Brooklyn in the Williamsburg Museum, uh, Music Hall. Oh yeah, Hall, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, right. And it holds, I don't know, like maybe two hundred or three hundred people, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And that's a big thing. The one in Denver was sold out, and it was nine hundred and fifty people. <gasps> Whoa! What? I was like, um, hello. <laughs> When I get really, really um, nervous, my stomach fills in. Uh, It was, that day was ridiculous. That's so exciting, though. It was very exciting. Did you feel good? I felt really good. I I was very happy with what I put out there. Good. Do they help you at all with the stories? Because I know that they do it like rounds. Okay. So, but the first time you get up, you just are getting up blind. Yeah. When you just go for the Mm -hmm. first time, you just put your your story by yourself Mm -hmm. but then when you win a slam and then you go to the grand slam there's a producer that helps you grab the story oh i don't think i realized that yeah it was very good very helpful i loved it do you know one of my good friends back in the day he lives out in la now but we ran a show here in the city for many years madison perry and he like has won a bunch of grand slams or whatever he like does the podcast a lot Anyways, shout out to Madison. You're not listening. Um, <laughs> maybe he's this time. Maybe he's listening. Maybe this is the one time. He no, they're really fun to go to, to though. If anyone is oh, yeah. around a moth storytelling thing, yeah, like they're yes. a blast. they are very, very fun. Yeah. But you know, also, what is also a very fun show to go to? Your show that you host, Party <laughs> of Two, with Anita Flores, who a past no guest, she co-hosts yeah. a show oh, at she's a, so fun. the Pleasure Chest. Our next show is on January twenty. Oh, that's perfect because this it, will come up yeah. before then. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And um, my podcast, it's called Singling. So you can go, you can go to wearesingling.com and you can listen to all the episodes and see all of the videos from all of our live shows that we were on tour last year, and maybe we're gonna be on tour again this year. You know, stay tuned. So. Um, um, this my podcast is turning two now this January. Thank oh, you, fine. and we're having a party slash live show on January twenty third oh, at, nice. at the gallery at LPR. So people, you're all invited. I mean, it's eight dollars, but you're all invited. <laughs> <laughs> Pony up eight bucks for art, guys. Just I mean, do it. So, well, and I wanted to ask you about this because when I met you um, at your Anita show. And I know that your brand is very like being single and dating, but then you had a, a boyfriend at the show that I met. Yes. So he's amazing, guys. Don't don't hate me because I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought. I mean, I can relate because right when like Aaron and I recorded about two episodes of this, and then I met someone who I'm still dating. So like, and I was supposed to be the sort of you know, insane single person to Aaron's in a committed relationship. And then I fucked everything up. But I don't at first I was a little bit pretending. I don't know. And then like we were we broke up for a little bit. So there's definitely there's a couple of times when I was sort of in a relationship but not talking about it a lot. But then since then, I feel like I've embraced it. So how do you handle it? Do you kind of lean into now I am in a relationship or do you kind of? Well, it's just I started singling because 
I was going on so many dates. Like per per week, I would go to four or five dates. I mean, you with got, different you people. When you want a result, exactly, it's exactly. A job. You four want five to, is so many though. Ugh. It was exhausting. It yeah. was my second job. Yeah, yeah. And it was also emotionally exhausting because it was always the same. You know, I go on a date with a guy that I think it's gonna be my boyfriend. I'm like preparing the freaking wedding in my <laughs> head because you know I'm a little intense. Right. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. And, uh, and and then the guy would just disappear, yeah. you know, ghosted. <laughs> and Standard. And I started asking people, single people, like, what are you doing? What's your, how is this working out for you? And a lot of people were going through the same things I was going. Yeah. And then I asked people that were in long distance, in long relationships and, and in, in married for many years, like, you know, where do you meet your partner and how is it going? And all of these stories kind of like helped me. Mm-hmm. And I started to think, well, maybe these stories can also help some other people. Right. Yeah. And I started Absolutely. putting together a podcast with all of these stories. And it, I started kind of like to help myself. But then I think that it's been helping other people too. And then after I started the podcast, like six or no, eight months after I started it, I met this guy and I didn't know that he was going to be like my person. We were just, I don't know, I guess having fun because he lives in Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we started texting and seeing each other and, you know, and now it's a real thing. It's a thing. It's not always a way. Sometimes when you do, like, Put yourself just in the mindset. I was very busy when I met him. I was not really looking for something serious because I was doing the podcast and I was, I don't know if you're listening, if anyone that is listening has a podcast too, but this is a lot of freaking work. Yeah. Yeah. I was going because I started just asking random people at bars or on the streets and you need to be out there so much yeah and then editing all these stories Mm -hmm. it's a lot so i was not really thinking of getting in a relationship and then it happened and now i feel like you can make a case for both ways because on one hand i'm thinking oh you were doing this podcast and thinking like okay i want to figure out how to be in a relationship how to do this but then like you said you were actually preoccupied the time and i feel like you hear so many stories that are both ways like when you weren't, you know, focusing all your attention on it, that's when it happens. And other people are like, when I decided to put it out in the universe that I wanted a relationship and I devoted. So what are our listeners to do, Vanessa? I think that, <laughs> no, I, I, cause a lot of people, I get a lot of emails from people that I don't know asking me about this. And I really think that you need to be happy with yourself. Yeah. I think I was focusing too much on finding my husband and then I was not being preoccupied with what I with myself I guess and then I found singling that I love doing and I meet so many cool people that I was really happy and that's how we got I love that but I'm also distracted because during since we've started my cat Miranda Hobbs continually is doing a loop of jumping onto the table and then Aaron just like (laughs) plops her down down on the floor she's happy with it (laughs) As long as she's happy. I mean, she's unfazed. It's just been happening constantly since we started and talking. But Aaron's unfazed too. Like your face, you just like <laughs> scoop her up. You're like still making eye contact with me and like just but like scoop her up without looking and throwing the floor. Listen, I'm actively listening. It. I'm not paying attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the RuPaul quote though. Because if, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Yeah, yeah. That's, that is true. Exactly. I think, but I think it's about, it's about opening yourself up and it's about letting it happen. 
But then it is also about like the working to improve yourself, to make yourself somebody who is, who you're comfortable with. And then, so then when you're out there, it's not the desperation. Cause I feel like when I was dating, you would feel the desperation sometimes. And it's the most unattractive thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not attracted to me. Mm -hmm. Why would it be attracted to a man right. no. smelling a desperation? Right. You know, it's just not attractive right. to anyone. Right. But you never, I don't know. You never know. I think just do whatever you think is best. But I think if something ain't working, try something else. I mean, that's yeah. the truth too, right? Like, because it's like the, the definition of five dates a week wasn't working for right. you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I had fun. Don't get me oh, wrong. No. <laughs> no, but for like what the goal was. But it's I like think fun until yeah. it's not. Right. Exactly. Say, you know, yeah. it's fun until it's not. Right. You got to get off the ride. Right. Well, so we have a lot to talk with you about. We want to tee up some topical shit here. But first... We have one new review, you guys. Yay. And we want to reward reviewers by reading them self-indulgently on the mm -hmm. podcast. So this is from... It looks, I can't read the name. It looks like there is not a reviewer name. Oh. <laughs> I was like clicking on it. Why won't it let me click and show more? Because the reviewer name is reviewer dot dot dot. And I was like, wait. Is there, <laughs> I'm like clicking on thinking it'll like collapse, like expand down. <laughs> Okay, so this is from reviewer so, dot dot dot. Tricky You person. got me. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, he or she says, oh, it looks like a she, because she signed her name, Leanne. Hi, Leanne. She says, once Pretty Little Liars ended, I had a void in my life that used to be filled with Chelsea's other podcast, Cabernet and A. Vanessa, I was a Pretty Little Liars devotee and I had a podcast. Since then, <laughs> I listened to Now she barely I, thinks of it. Honestly, I still <laughs> am so broken by the way it ended. I, for the first time over um, the holiday break, my little sister and I, we were at a, her new place for the holidays and there's the Venn diagram of shows we can agree on is like, so it's like the middle liars. point is so minimal. Yeah. The middle part part is basically pretty little liars. So I was like, well, we could have put on pretty little liars, but I don't know if emotionally I'm ready to revisit it yet. Like I haven't mm -hmm. watched it since the finale. And she was like, we can do this. So we watched the Christmas episode. It was emotional. Anyways, thank you. Vanessa just Is it gave like me how I a can't shoulder rub. What happened yet? I'm like, I will one day. It's too soon. Uh, I'm just, afraid to say that I have never watched it. Yeah, you're better okay. that way. I devoted a lot of time and energy. Anyway, so she goes on to say lovely things and that she recommends it. So thank you so much, Leanne. And my condolences to you for also being a Pretty Little Liars fan. Or you know what? Congratulations if you felt good about it. <laughs> There has to be someone. Um, okay, so let's do a little, uh, on this podcast, we like to do topical shit as like a little kickoff, a little appetizer to hearing your ghosted story. This is some ghosting in the news that a lovely fan named Kara emailed to us right before we had our little month-long hiatus, which thank you guys for giving us that hiatus and <laughs> allowing burning us. burning our homes down. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't try to drown us or burn our homes down or any of our fears. So sweet. Um, you know, you were like, hey, this podcast is free and we'll let these girls live their life. And we, <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> so, Kara, this is from you. And Kara, you say, hi, Chelsea and Aaron. Um, I love your ghost stories broadcast. I know you're taking a break from the podcast till the new year, but I saw this article and couldn't wait to send it to you. Um, I briefly summarized it below. And then she also included the link. And I'm just going to read her summary because I trust yeah. her. She says, a couple in Ontario, Canada had been living together for two and a half years and they always bought lottery tickets together and talked about how they would open a car repair business together with the money if they won. One day... What the a very <laughs> modest goal. What such a modest goal with their lottery winnings? Oh my like, God. Honey, you could also take out a, like a small bank loan and do that as well. <laughs> That's true. You don't need to win. 
wait. Yeah. Or you could win and just live off the investment of the winnings and just not even have a job of yeah. any kind. Okay. It depends how big the winnings are, though, so we don't know. I mean, how big you want your car repair shop Well, that's, <laughs> that's also true. Okay, <laughs> one day the woman... I, I love this couple <laughs> so much. They'll be like, if I win the lottery, I just want to buy three bottles of wine instead of two. And you're like, all right, well, like you could, you could also do that, probably. <laughs> If I win the lottery, I just want to take a trip to Schenectady. (laughs) (laughs) On the VIP card. Exactly. I just want to be in like business plus to Schenectady. We should should take a lesson from this couple and set more modest goals. They're like small goals are like the key to satisfaction. But at happiness. least these goals are achievable. Exactly. Yeah. They're just small but they're, little goals. But they're goal-its. setting them so crazy that you're like, once I win the lottery, this thing that is, I mean, guessing, I guess they do win. But yeah, it's such a, it's like if, if this pie in the sky things happens, but it's like, no, you can just come and do that too. Right. <laughs> that, that, it's a perfect <laughs> New Year's resolution. It actually, what if though it's like a reverse goal where like they know they should open this car repair business, but they just don't <laughs> want to get like, it's so much paperwork. Oh, like when she like, suggested and he was like, yeah, babe, when we win the lottery, <laughs> she was like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, we're going to open that I don't know. We win the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, margaritas and they're like, God, Janice. <laughs> and then they buy like a win for life scratch off. And, and they're like, oh, fuck. Now we have to open this shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they say, so um, Kara goes on to summarize one day. The woman heard that there were two winning tickets of a $6 million lottery and that they had been purchased in the same cities where she and her boyfriend sometimes bought their tickets. She texted her boyfriend to ask him if he had remembered to buy their tickets that week. He said yes, but that he would have to check the tickets to see if they were winners. When he got home, he told her they had not won. Uh. However, several days later, the boyfriend left for work and never returned. Uh. The girlfriend realized that the man's passport and clothes were all gone and remembered that the night before, the man had done around 15 loads of laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I need to meet this couple. (laughs) I can't believe he's gone. Hold on. On Wednesday night, actually, there was something different about him. I feel like if I washed every piece of clothing I had, it wouldn't be 15 loads. They must do like heavy separating. I don't even, my mom said something over the holidays of like, oh, because she got me new towels because I asked for them because I'm a goddamn adult. And she was like, you know, if you, there's such and such. So like you could, if you wash them separately, you can use bleach and it won't do this or that. And I'm like, mom, I got news for you. Uh I have not separated my loads of laundry ever. I'm not a celebrity. Um, okay. So uh, 15 loads of laundry, which he must have been doing to prepare to leave. She then found out that their lottery tickets had been winners and is suing for her half of the six million. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She better be. I thought you would both enjoy this ghost story since it's another crazy ghosting from a couple who live together. Anyways, hope you had a great holiday break. We did, Kara. I hope you did too. Oh my that's God. So I want to reach out to this woman. Also, I mean, like, she has a case though. She completely has of a case. Of course. And yeah. the, the ghosting is the least of why I'd want to talk to her. Oh, That's there's the so least much interesting more interesting part of the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, if you're listening, honey, call us. We got questions. Oh, my God. We we'll, take you to, we'll take you to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> or you take us to dinner. You, you're yeah, about to win exactly. $3 million. Yeah. Canadian. <laughs> 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 maybe we should take her. I know. No, I think it's like the same. <laughs> 
I don't know, but that's amazing. That was incredible. Kara, thank you so much. But I just love that this woman just sat while her boyfriend did 15 loads of laundry. It wasn't like, hey, babe, like, what's up? Like, yeah. Like, my boyfriend can't leave the room with me being like, where are you going? What are you thinking? What's happening? What's going on? Like, I can't imagine if he went to do laundry. I'd be like, what's this? You got another woman? What's happening? You win the lottery? That would take, I mean, also, you just want Hours. $6 million dollars buy new clothes. Day. Well, right. True. <laughs> well, well, remember, they wanted to open a carpet. Car yeah. yeah, they're not going to buy new clothes. This was... What? Uh, like, but I... I know we're joking. I do want to talk to her because like, what was your relationship like that you were dating somebody who would do this to you? Right. They live together. Yeah. But money makes people, I'm not saying it's normal or whatever, but like the, that amount of money being injected into the scenario, I really think like makes people do crazy stuff. I understand that money. I think it can like, especially if you're like teetering on the edge of being like a shit person that can really just push you over the edge. You know what I mean? But did he think she would never find out? Like, how dumb do you have to be? I wonder if he thinks, like, there wouldn't be a legal recourse. Like, maybe he doesn't understand that. And maybe, I don't, maybe there really isn't. I I mean, it's Canada. How can she prove that that she maybe put money to buy this ticket? Because Well, that's the thing. Yeah, either could she prove that she somehow gave money or could she prove, I mean... Because I think in a lot of scenarios, listen, I'm not a lawyer. I wanted to be one day, and then I realized it was less giving dramatic speeches in court and more paperwork. But, (laughs) you know, if verbal agreements, I think, but like, how do you prove a verbal agreement? I guess that's what maybe, you know, an email or even a text. text. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. And also, if they had a pattern where they were always buying tickets every week with the assumption, like, had they told, I mean, also, this is Canada, so who knows what happens out there. Right. Wild, wild west up there. there. Just kidding, Canada. (laughs) We love you. I don't think so. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. All of Canada just tuned out. No, I mean, listen, I'm half French Canadian, so I can I joke. mean, you guys are doing a lot better listen, than yeah. we are right now. Your prime so minister is goals. Exactly. And I'm a, I'm not even a little bit in love with him. We tease because we're jealous. I am so in love. I oh, follow him on Instagram so and see all of his stories. Oh, my God. Oh, and he, he speaks French and then English. I'm like, uh, he's exactly. still my heart. <laughs> exactly. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, so I forgot what I was saying. Oh, but yeah, if there's a, so if they told somebody, like, this was our plan... Then that then yeah he right. has to give it over right yeah and yeah. and what does he think that he's not gonna be found like where are you right. moving like I know right. just like park your car when he goes like we're at the lottery office be like hey guy what up oh, you. can you imagine when my boyfriend and I broke up for a few months he like didn't pay me back for like this one concert we were gonna go to and I was like give me the fucking half of my tickets yeah. and now I mean. It's peanuts. I want to take it all back. Like that was three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh I didn't realize how bad it could be. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my god. Oh, she's she gets it. She gets it back. I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna follow those, this. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Look yeah, we need to. Look also, we have to remember this was there might be more details if we go to the article. Okay. Because that was Kara's very, very apt and delightful summary. But, I you like know, maybe Kara. there's I more. Like yeah. Maybe there's more in there. All right. So let's get to your ghosting story. Mm-hmm. What happened? Miranda Hobbs stopped trying to jump up. Well, oh, she went in the room Noonan. with her friend. Kelly Noonan, former podcast guest, is in. in my bedroom, which is weird. It's weird that former podcast guests just come over yeah. and go well, into my bedroom and take Once the cat. you're a podcast guest, you can come over literally <laughs> yeah. anytime. Open door policy. You get a key. Okay. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's with my care package yeah. here. Anita's <laughs> actually taking a shower right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see her in a bit. It's fine. It's like a halfway home for old <laughs> past guests. Um, okay. 
so let's just dive into it oh but first um, oh my god it's been so long we took a month hiatus and it's like i don't even remember how to do things we want our listeners to envision you in their mind's eye and let's just say they don't know how to use google um who would play you in the life story of you in a movie on lifetime or anywhere <laughs> limited release wide release i don't know when straight I to dvd when i was back in the dominican republic i remember people said that i like that i look like talia but oh i remember oh, talia you remember yeah. talia uh-huh, oh I did do. she have a talk show no. no, she's a singer. Yeah, she was a oh. singer. I don't oh. remember. I'm not very cultured. Okay. No, it, this like is <laughs> not culture. This is not. <laughs> but um, what song no. does she have? And now I want to look her up. Oh, she has one song with Maluma. Is Maluma is so hot. Wasn't guys. she kind of like a 90s person? Wasn't she like a She was in 90s? a lot of telenovelas. And she was married, or she's still married to the president of Sony. Oh, way to go, girl. I feel like I have, or did she like feature, was she like one of the, oh, no, 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 featuring Mark Anthony, or no, featuring Anthony? <laughs> Guys, I don't know. Not Mark Anthony. <laughs> Just, Just a guy named Anthony. I do not look <laughs> like Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> although I wish, but no. no. Uh, okay, great. Although, you know, she can play me if she wants, that's fine. Listen, she played Selena, and she killed it. Oh, oops. Uh, I didn't I, like that. Yeah, I was, for a second, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. Strike it from the record. That was accidental. <laughs> I'll edit it out. Um, oh, Miranda's back. She loves when you start, when but we with start curly talking about hair. Talia. I have straight yeah. hair today, but I have very curly hair, usually. Yeah. You look like a girl I used to work with, but that won't help anyone. So, all right. <laughs> Her name was Jenny. She spelled it with a Y. It was very confusing for everyone. Oh, really? Oh. I feel like with the Y is the more yeah, how I'd think of no, it. No, it's Y-E-N-I. Oh. And then everyone called her Yenny. <laughs> and, then I, and then she was like, my name's Jenny. Why does everyone call me Yenny? What just happened? The cats the both cats fell. The cats fell fighting. Tanuki, or Miranda grabbed Tanuki and pulled her off the cat castle. Yeah. It's rough out here for these cats. Okay, listen. Okay. Let's get to yeah. your ghosted story, Vanessa. So. Oh, boy. It was um, 2012. Okay. Kind of, I think it was... In November, All right. and I went on. I got on OkCupid, and I started talking to this guy. Let's call him Gonzalo. I really <laughs> hope that I don't say his real name. <laughs> we'll just we'll Does it start with it a G out. too. Um, no, but it's the same concept. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We won't say oh. no more. Say no more. <laughs> now I'm just thinking. I'll like bleep it out if you do. Well, because <laughs> this is in in Spanish. Oh. Gonzalez is the last name, okay. and Gonzalo is a name. So okay. oh, this you. other name, okay, say no more. Is also okay. It's the gotcha. same concept. Okay. So we were like texting back and forth, and I just felt this texting chemistry, you know, like a banter and funny yeah. text, and it was just very exciting. And especially I was for guys, like because so many guys just hit you with like an LOL, and right. when you actually oh, have no, someone who can go back and full, forth, it's I was feeling the connection, and then yeah. we finally made a date, and he lives like very far in Queens, and I live in Park Slope. Oh, long and distance it was, relationship. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Could you wait? Let me interrupt you too, because did you at this point had you been were you in the midst of one of your like going on a date almost every night was it like no where were so you? this is when I started dating when you first started got it because when I moved to New York I started dating this guy we dated for like six months okay. and then I found out that he was not cheating on me but he was cheating on his real girlfriend with oh, me oh no and oh. I was 
I was not only sad, but I was really angry. And yeah, because of that, that was that I got on OkCupid. Okay got it. I'm like, I'm going to find a freaking boyfriend. And I'm going to show this guy he's a piece of shit. I'm going to find a really good boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So revenge at is this, the best motivator. At this yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at this moment, I was not like a dating expert or anything like that. I was not going on so many dates. So talking to this one guy from all of the guys that messaged me on OkCupid was like a big deal. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I was already converting this into a real wedding bell. Oh my God. And also it was exciting that he was Latino. I was not going to be explaining that I'm not yelling. I'm just talking, (laughs) you know, this is because the Latino culture is very, let's say colorful mm-hmm. so sometimes like cultural you know it can be a clash so i was very excited i'm like oh my daddy's gonna be so happy with this guy so when we meet for for drinks it's a sunday and it's snowing like crazy and he drives from queens to meet me in park slope oh wow so i'm like points right yeah. that's awesome You're like, it's true. total points i mean even me i wanted to cancel because he yeah. was snowing and, right. but no he came that's so it. okay that's and we point. went to this bar we met up like around 5 or 5 30 and we're just talking it's so great we're making jokes and it's flirting back and forth and it's midnight and we're still talking oh wow it it was a great date and then he drove me home and we made out for like another hour outside wow. in, the time I, uh-huh, in the car. Ugh, oh, I, I've said it before and I'll say shit. it again. It's the sexiest place to make out. It's a car. <laughs> and uh, I was so close to invite him over. But I have, I always like, if I was going on a date, like back then when I cared, I would be like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna wax. Bro, so yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, have right. to, so you, you know, know, the temptation. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't bring him over. And the next day, like, we texted again. And then the next day, we texted. And we were talking about things that we were going to do in the future. Like, oh, we have to try this restaurant. Or, Mm -hmm. oh, you have to come to Queens or whatever, you know. And was he the only one you were talking to at this point? Like, were you still swiping around on OkCupid? No, no, no. I was not even even opening OkCupid at all. And this was back. Like I went on one date and we're shutting it all down. And exactly, exactly. That's amazing. So um, then a, one day went by and he didn't text. So the next day I text him like, hey, hi, how are you? How's the day going? Whatever. And he did not text. And the then, whole day? Yeah, he didn't respond. So a couple of days passed by and it was the weekend again. And I sent him a message on WhatsApp. Do you know WhatsApp? Yeah, yeah. So because in WhatsApp, you can see when he's online and when he saw when he's it. looking, yeah. So <laughs> I see that that I, I asked him, what was he doing in the weekend? Mm-hmm. And he saw it and did not respond. Oh, for fuck's and sake. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? Like for for like two or three weeks we had this intense texting chemistry right. and then physical chemistry i really thought we were gonna have something right he did not respond ever and then it was new year's and i text him i sent him a um another whatsapp message like hey happy how, new how year long after the- it was like i want to say a month oh wow okay but i still had you it's just yeah. I really thought that things were gonna. Of course, we had a really good chemistry. Were you then at that point back on I Can Keep It a little bit, or were you still just kind of like stewing on the fact that? Well, like- in that in that time, I went on Okay Cupid because I'm like maybe he died, you know. <laughs> 
And so I went to his profile and he was online. Oh. So he was definitely alive. And I'm and like, not that busy if he's back on OKCupid exactly. with Chandler around. Yeah. And, and you're never like, no, it's been so long. So right. when I text him, um, Happy New Year, I saw that he saw it and we were online on the same moment and he did not say anything. Oh so I'm like, you know, whatever. Fuck it. This was in 2012. So 2013 passed by. Then in 2014, oh boy, oh my God. I get this Facebook request from oh. someone. I'm like, who oh is God. this? I open it and it, I open the profile and it's this guy. And I'm like, what? Are you <laughs> I was so angry. Like, wh- what? What nerves he has, like, (laughs) seriously. And also, what do you try to get at that stage two years later? Like, seriously. So I, but I was still curious. So I did not, I I did not say no, but I just let them, let it pending. But listen, I'm a woman on the go. Like, I can be accepting Facebook messages every second of the day. (laughs) Like, I'll get to it when I get to it. Power moves. (laughs) So I let it wait for three months. And then I accepted it. And immediately after I accepted it, he sent me a message. He's like, hey, how are you? Long time no see. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this guy. So I'm like, hi. And long time no see because you didn't get back to me, you dumb fuck. Yeah. So I'm like, hi. How's it going? Whatever. Fine. Do you want to have a drink sometime? And I'm like, seriously, this guy. Not even a like, because at least at that point, like, just you're shooting your shot. You're like way hail mary yeah, here. Be like, at least I be went like, through look. something back yeah. then like, or whatever. Like, you're just, you're banking on that like you're gonna forget. Like maybe she forgot. Like yeah, I I yeah I forgot. Right, I forgot. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm really busy these days, so I don't think I have time. Great. Nice. This was 2015. Uh huh. Um, then in 2000, no, this was 2014. Then in 2015, he sent me another message saying, so you still Facebook friends with them. Yeah. Okay. I let, cause like whatever. And he like, well, there's nothing better than just letting somebody watch your best life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what yeah. Facebook is really about when we get down that's to true. it. Yeah. And it, so he invites me again and I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm busy. I can't, he's not <laughs> getting it. Right. And he's liking stuff on your page. Oh, yeah, he's li- oh, he likes course. everything and he comments. And did you dive into his I did. life at all? Did, I did you find anything interesting? That, and I- one time in 2015, he had a girlfriend and I liked that picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's so savage. I love That's that. That's awesome. amazing. So many months went by. And then in 2016, he sent me a message and said, Hey, I see that you do comedy. I saw all of your Facebook, all of your YouTube videos, and I think you're hilarious. And my friends were like, oh, my God, he's a stalker, but I'm really full of myself. <laughs> if you tell me that you saw my videos and you think I'm funny, I love you, okay? <laughs> this is the only thing you have to say. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I love, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I have this Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, like a month went by or something and I had a party of two show and he comes to a party of two show. Oh my God. And when I see him in did the audience. Did you know that he was going to, did he say like, Hey, well, I might stop by or. He, he had, he had, um, self invite him himself in the, 
in the oh, invitation on so Facebook. Like he said oh, he yeah. was going. Yeah, oh. and I didn't tell him anything because you know, like some people say that they're going, but yeah, they he, don't go. He oh, could I just that be doing time. that just, like, to I'll get support yeah. until I have to put a bra on, and right. then that's where it ends. Exactly. So, so he shows up, and I'm like, oh my god! And thankfully, that was a really good show. Uh-huh. <laughs> thankfully, it was a packed show, and I did great. My jokes were working oh that god. night. That's always the most stressful part. So um, I was feeling like a million dollars. And after the show, he comes over and he's like, oh, it was so great to see you. This was a great show, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you, whatever. And and again, I, I'm attractive physically to this guy. And also, I think he's a nice guy still. Maybe I'm, no, I'm messed up, but, you know. No. So especially, yeah, like you're face-to-face interactions with him were positive. So it's mm. hard then when he's face-to-face with you again, you're like, yeah, you did this shitty weird thing, but like. You're charming yeah. and hot. Yeah. And, it's hard um, to hate and he didn't yeah. do any, like he, like it was shitty what he did, the, the not responding to you. And then it's weird that he did the thing of like messaging you once a year, like he had it on his calendar, like, oh, gotta get back <laughs> to that one. But it's like, but it's not like he did anything scary. Like it's not like he showed up outside your door or anything. Like I no, understand. Exactly. Yeah. So after the show, he sent me a message saying that, saying, you look radiant. I would really love to take you <laughs> out for a drink sometime. And, and I'm like, I, maybe, maybe I'm going to go out with him again. But at that time, I had like many things going on, really. I was going on a trip to Denver. And mm-hmm. then on that trip to Denver, I meet this guy and... I really like this guy and we start texting when I when I come back to New York we're texting and I'm also make trying to make plans with this other guy with the Gonzalo I was about to say <laughs> you caught yourself so I was also trying to make plans with Gonzalo but at that time I quit my job and I went to spend some time in Mexico so I really couldn't really see him right so when I came back from Mexico I made plans to hang out with Gonzalo like I, th- I think it was a Saturday, but um, Denver guy texted me and said, like, hey, can I come visit? And he was going to be here from, like, Wednesday to Saturday morning. And I'm like, well, it's kind of double dipping, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> YOLO. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Love when... That's what dating's for. When Denver guy came, it was just amazing. I, I just had a really strong chemistry with him, and I just... I, I don't know if you guys have felt this. It was just something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I felt really bad, like trying to go on a date with someone else. Yeah. Totally. And I texted Gonzalo and I'm like, I'm sorry, I have a family in town and I'm not going to be able to see you. And he's like, so um, do you want to reschedule or do you want me to stop asking you? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I... I don't think it's a good time for us to date right now. And he's like, well, I understand. I just hope that we get to get together sometime in the future. So, and that's how it ended? And that's how it ended. That was a very mature. It but was. it's also like maybe, I don't know, in 2014, you could have just acted like a, like well, yeah, a human and, being. Right. I mean, it's just that I think that all this is kind of like I wanted to tell this story to tell all of the people that are trying that maybe are thinking of ghosting. Like, you know, it could come back to you. Right. Yeah. You, oh, 100%. You, you really yeah. need Karma. to make things good. Just, because, be nor- just be normal and honest in the moment. Because even if, I mean, whatever was going on is better to be. 
we talk about this so much on the podcast, but I think guys, when they give some like concrete reason, I think guys think when they give a reason, whether it is, you know what, I actually started getting more serious to someone else or actually X, Y, Z is happening in my life. They think that that's closing a door and they want to leave the door open for sex in the future. And they don't understand that the opposite is true. Right. If they would just be honest, that is what keeps the door open. And so many guys, we should have like a fucking... I don't know. I mean, we every guy in the show. We haven't, haven't had a guy in a while. Yeah. Every guy that have sent me that message, I it's just I love them. You right. know, because then the door's open. Because then had Gonzalo's done that when he reached back out to you in 2015 and was like, "Hey, like things are different," you would have been like, "Oh, great! Like let's go grab a drink. Let's of go course, get this." Of course. Instead, just being like a world class weirdo and like trying to like. Like, like my nothing happened. Right. My favorite is that he was banking on you remembering him, but banking but on I you not, not remembering how it ended, which is like, or thinking, what did you think? Or thinking, I think that some people think that like, well, this is all part of the game. This mm-hmm. is all part of dating. She's not, or like me knowing in your core that like, it wasn't the best move, but just thinking like, whatever we all know what this is like that kind of attitude you know Mm -hmm. what i mean instead of or thinking of it as like the main problem with dating is some people think of other people in the dating pool as like not people instead of interacting with them the way you would if you ran into someone on the street or a coworker or a friend you're interacting with them like they're fucking i mean not a real person or like that's fine like these aren't real people that i'm dealing with we're dating it's a different level of interaction Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. <sighs> these guys we know but we need i want like a show where we have a panel of guys where the ruse is like they think they're telling a story but really it's just for us to then gang up on them and educate them yeah about isn't that this podcast how to i feel like a few times that's normal. happened it has it yeah has. we need to round up oh my, i really want to have um i feel like i mentioned this on the last podcast or a couple podcasts ago one of my co-workers i need to have on because he has the most interesting dating stories where he is the most sincere nicest guy but he'll tell me things that are going on in his dating life. And I'm like, why would you do that? And I feel like it's the proof that like even the nicest, most wonderful, well-meaning guys just have some level of just like, duh, like weirdness when it comes to yeah. knowing the best thing to do or the right thing to do. Or like, it's just very interesting. Yeah. I have my male friends always ask me this because I think they're not like very emotionally intelligent, I right. guess. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge part of it. But um, I have a really good friend of mine. Um, well, like I want to say this was like four years ago or maybe three years ago. I went on a few days with this Australian guy that was, oh my God, so, so hot. <laughs> maybe he didn't have a lot of things going on up here, <laughs> but he was so hot. And then I went on a trip for like three weeks And when I came back, I texted him like, hey, do you want to hang out? And he texted me back saying that when I was gone, he met with someone and he wanted to see how things went, are going to end up with her, like whatever, whatever. And I thought that was the nicest text anyone had. I saved that text. And now my friends, like this good friend of mine, always texts me like, hey, can I see th- again that text that that guy <laughs> sent to you? <laughs> you should put it on Instagram or something. That's be like, here's so a PSA. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really funny. Because I thought it was a, 
a gem. Yeah. It was a class act. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And, and then the, if that guy, like, obviously now you're in a relationship, but if you weren't, but if he ever came back around, you'd be like, yes, yeah. of course, let's go get a drink or let's go hang out because yeah. you told me the truth. You were upfront with me. I never was like confused and pining over you. Yeah, right. Like it is amazing how it's just like, just think of the person you're dating as a human. a human being. Yeah. And then really that answers all your questions. Like, would you would you do that to a friend, to a co-worker? Yes. Would you? Would you? Yeah. Exactly. But some like, people even would, if you some really... people are cowards in all aspects well, yeah, of life. People are, ass- people are assholes. But yeah, like if you didn't want to go to, for a drink with a friend, would you just be like, maybe I just will never, ever speak to them again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll get the hint? Some, I mean, <laughs> some people might. <laughs> but you don't like... If I don't know, I have too many thoughts to even to even complete my thought. I just don't understand why you couldn't connect the dots. Like, why does somebody have to read the text, like the Sparks Notes text that you show them, Vanessa, in order to understand how? To, like, just just say a sentence mm-hmm. that is the the, the language that the other party speaks, and <laughs> that is what's going on you know i think a lot of people also think that they feel silly being that up front because it almost it's it is a vulnerable thing for the person who's giving that information because it's sort of assuming that the party receiving the information like needs it or it's that big of a deal and i think a lot of people think are afraid of the response of like yeah whatever I'm fucking eight people. Who is this? You know, like yeah. that sort of thing. But then which, that's on them. I, like if you have done the right thing and the person reacts like a crazy person, then that person's that's, a crazy yeah. person. Exactly. And then, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to do the right thing. It just means that like, don't date right. that person. Right. Yeah. They're exactly. crazy. Totally. But yeah, it's insane. I had a friend once who is still a friend and she used to, when like, uh, like if we made plans, but then somebody else was in town and she wanted to make uh, hang out with that person instead of me or something, she would create these like re- weirdly elaborate lies about it. And I would a hundred percent of the time be like, you're lying to me right now. And then also I would find out the truth always because like we remained friends after that. And then she would like slip or something and it would make me so infuriated. It would make me like a crazy oh, person. Yeah. So I'm like, just tell me the truth because right. the truth is the truth. And it's like, I can be upset by like, cause she's like, well, I thought you'd feel bad if you knew I want to hang out with that person, not you. And it's like, then I would feel bad, but now I feel bad and betrayed. And it's so strange. It's so much worse. It's oh. so much worse where it's like, if you just tell me the truth and I have to be like, well, you're telling me the truth. And now I get to live with that. Yeah. But whenever somebody lies, it is always just like, well, now I also have to deal with the feelings of liars. And what does that mean? And what does yeah. that mean for like our relationship and like, are other people lying to me? And it just turns into a spiral yeah, where it's like, if you are just upfront with people, and then they and then people have to deal with it, whatever the however the truth is. Like saying it in a nice way, obviously you can't be like Yeah, no, you're next, not responsible. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're just being honest and being doing it in like a thoughtful way, right. you're not responsible for how the other person, you know, yeah. whatever. And again, it's on them. Yeah. I've had guys yeah. where I have sent that text and they don't respond back or a guy that said like oh you're just a, a, a bitter bitch one guy told me that <gasps> what i am not bitter or a bitch uh-huh. but you know like whatever i oh didn't respond God. back wow yeah whatever right i mean you yeah you don't need to tolerate people exactly. being rude to you total sidebar i realized this happened and we didn't talk about it on the podcast what? aaron has a special announcement oh i got engaged she got engaged <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. It's so awkward to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got engaged. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy engagement. It happened the day after Thanksgiving. It almost happened in front of Joe Biden, and that's what I really wanted to have happen. But it didn't. Oh, and the rest of my life will be upset about it. No, it'll be fine. It was so really perfect. It was so great. But I was like, you want to tell what happened? Or yeah. Sure. Can I? Can, story. Why is Joe Biden part of this story? So I, so my boyfriend Pat, we've talked about him before. You we might remember him from such uh, yeah. shows as every episode. Yeah. Such shows as everyone. Uh, and he has a podcast, How to Watch Movies the Right Way, that I've been on a few times. And then random, I don't listen to his podcast because I'm not a supportive girlfriend. But then I did. <laughs> One, because it's a movie podcast and it was this movie that I wanted to hear his opinion on and I couldn't ask him. So I listened to the podcast and he, he was talking about me. And it was like, not great. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? And you're like, babe. No, I started texting him. I was like, I'm just listening here, listening to you slander me. <laughs> it wasn't. He was talking about how I like to be a little bit forgetful and messy, which I'm like, these are true things. Anyway. And then he responded back with a bulleted list of every shit thing we've said about him on this podcast. And you were he like, touche. No. No, <laughs> just, no, no, no. Just he just went back. He was like, that would be so great. Like, I've been like, waiting for this in drafts this whole time. <laughs> I've been waiting to push send. Yeah. He, um, no, he was, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, I think it's funny. Listen, I am so vain that like, yes, yeah, talk shit about me. You're talking. That's what I'm here for. But, I feel um, you. I understand. <laughs> Wait, what's the what? Oh, anyway. So like, Months and months and months before, we always go to Nantucket because we're white people. And, um, <laughs> and we found like a deal for the weekend after Thanksgiving. And we we're like, oh, let's just go the two of us. So we booked it. And then like we've been talking about getting married for a while. So we go to Nantucket and he's like also the week leading up to it. He's like, hey, can you leave like December 3rd open? Can you leave this open? And I was like, this rat bastard if he doesn't propose on your ticket i'm gonna be so mad because it's so perfect it's so cute this is like our first trip we ever took together was an anti-ticket like come on like come on i was so falling for all the traps like i was just just grabbing at the walls i couldn't do it and so then um she's normal yeah that's the thing too it's like but we have been together seven years and i was like never the person to be like i need to be engaged i need to be married but i think like we want to have kids and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, at a certain point you're like, let's just, yeah. You know, let's just and also keep the train moving. People constantly ask me like, why aren't you guys married? Or like, are you waiting for the ring? And I didn't like that vibe that was always sent my way, but yeah. never his. And then, um, and then they turned me into that person. So that's what happens anyway. So, <laughs> so we went to, and for some reason I was like, oh, it's the first night of a three night trip. And I'm like, oh, he won't ask me on the first night which is dumb because he'll only ask the first night. Like, why wouldn't you? Because then it's out of the way and then you can just celebrate the next week. But I was just like, oh, no, this is silly. So there was like a tree lighting ceremony on the main street in Nantucket. And before we left, I was like, hey, babe, wouldn't it be like real cute if we like got hot chocolate and we watched the tree lighting? Like it'd be such a like a like a moment because I like making moments. It's my thing. And he was like, no. And I was like, all right, well, that's he's like I was like, oh, you, you don't want hot chocolate? He was like, no. No, babe. No, babe. I don't want to talk about it. He was, like, so mad about it. And I was like, all right. I'm like, you're acting like, like we've already discussed this a few times, and I keep bringing it up. He's like, I don't I don't want hot chocolate. Later, I find out it's because he was, like, this 
idiot. She thinks she knows we're getting proposed to. And now we have things in our hands. And is she going to pour the hot chocolate on me? Because I am, I would. And he's like, and now we have to put things on the ground. Where are we putting the hot chocolate? How are we holding the hot chocolate? What's happening? When, why is she doing this to so me? He's thinking like that you're fully just assume what's happening and try to sabotage it. Oh, right. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I mean, we're getting some real great insights into our relationship. But I was just like, and I was so confused because I was like, oh, I thought everyone loved hot chocolate. Guess not. And then I'm just like skipping down the street. And then he said, like, after that, when we left the apartment, when we left our hotel room, he was like, he's like, then I realized you had no idea it was going to happen because you were just like too cash about everything. I was like, should I shower? He's like, babe, please shower. And I was like, All right. and then, so we go and we're watching the tree. So we go and I and Joe Biden is always there because like his family spends Thanksgiving here. So I knew he was going to be there. So he so I walked to like kind of stand near him. I didn't want to ask him for a picture, but. He was there, and then Dr. Biden was, like, running around with a little dog. Like, it was all very great. We miss them terribly. And so he um, – but then he ended up, like, moving somewhere else in the crowd and whatever. And I love the Bidens, but I'm not about to follow them through a busy crowd. Sure. And so then it's, like, the countdown for the tree lighting, and I'm, like, <clears throat> taking pictures and texting my friends and, like, you know, whatever. He's standing behind me. And then he taps me on the shoulder, and he gives me a kiss, and he's like, I love you, babe. And I'm like – well, I love you too. And then I turn around and I'm like, take more taking pictures of the tree. And he's like, no, no, turn around again. No, I love you. And so then I, as I'm turning around, I hear a mother say to a daughter, um, that lady is about to get engaged. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned around, he was on one knee and I just started crying. And I was like, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. I, like, I didn't like it. People started clapping and stuff, which was so cute. And I was just like, get up, get up, get up, get up. This is crazy. People are looking. Oh, you're she's not normal no she was like yeah he was just like i love you very much and so he's like and then i kept flapping my hands and he was like trying to put it on my finger and i was like (laughs) i couldn't stop moving so then i grabbed it and put it on and now i love it but um it was fun and then we went we got burgers at like a burger tavern and then i went to a bookstore and it was the first lady who uh noticed the ring and she was like oh i love your ring and i was like i got engaged two hours ago and she said yay and started clapping and then the whole bookstore started clapping oh that is so yeah. wonderful. So it was cute. I was that like, if I told so 14 year old Aaron this is how it went down, she would be like, yes, uh, burgers and books, this is what we want. <laughs> I was there for it then, yeah. Burgers, so that's the books, and Biden. Almost. Exactly. Almost. That's my memoir. Yeah. And then Pat was also like, oh, I wanted Biden to be there because. Then he would have to take a picture with us because we're like, oh my God, you are vice president. So <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is the day we got engaged. Why yeah. was Joe Biden there? Well, you know. He likes to be there it's for, family you know, since family he left friend. the White House, he likes to be there for all the engagements in America. The blessing. Yeah. Oh, I would take it from him. I'd be like, like, will you marry us? Like, I would have just started asking ridiculous things. He's like the engagement Santa Claus of Nantucket. Yeah. You, like, go to Nantucket to get engaged, and you take a picture of Joe Biden. He's there. There's a line. Right. It's like him. into it. Listen, I'm, he would be into it. I mean, so jolly. What a great guy. <laughs> so jolly. <laughs> Anyway, that's my engagement story. It was very fun. Congratulations. Thank you. Anyway, so who cares? What a fun episode. What a fun time. Vanessa, thank you for coming out here in the cold. Next week when this comes out, this might be summer. We don't know. Anything could happen. You brought delicious fruit tarts that we had to cover up. That's adorable. Because Miranda was trying to eat them. Is Miranda okay? Who cares? She's gone, but she's probably still in the house. All right. Um, Everybody go check out. Well, yeah. Where can people follow you, find you? and know exactly all the information to check out your upcoming shows? Um, everything I think you can find on Instagram. Okay. We are singling 
singling, like the word single ling. There you go. Single ing. Yeah. Okay. Single Lisa. Single L I N G. Singling. Two L's. No. Yes, two L's. But separate from each other. Exactly. Guys, separate from each I'll other. I'll put it in the description Listen, of this episode. It'll all make sense. I forgot sense that single fine. ended in an E. And I'm not great at it's English. It's confusing. Yeah. It, you know, it's one of those words that is difficult. But once you get it, you get it. Yes. And it's in your head. <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I need another episode of single. And another episode. And another episode. Your SEO must be off the charts. Because it's just Hashtag you. Hashtag yes. singling. <laughs> Vanessa, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. This, is great. Oh, this was awesome. You're a delight, and we'll see you next week. Boo. Boo.